Welcome to Laugh, Learn, and Empower with KDL Leeds and Chantel Cox. We are here today for a bonus episode to teachers who give a hoot about you. And teachers, this is your time to reconnect with your purpose and to remember why you're passionate about teaching, to really create that life you love and rewrite your story this year. Chantel, welcome. Thank you. Super excited to connect with you again. Yeah, me too. It's been fun planning this workshop with you. You are in it right now. You are in Wichita, Kansas. You are an educator, a special educator, making things happen for our special education students right now. You're amazing. And you're also just positive and still creating a life you love, which is incredibly inspiring for me as I only have to worry about my coaching business right now. And you're doing both. Yeah, the, the struggle is real. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it's not like some Pollyanna thing, like fake positive running around, like life is perfect and being oblivious. But it really, you know, we were talking a little bit off camera about the importance of really having that peace of mind, that underlying, this is temporary. We're going to get through this. Yeah. And, yeah. So the peace of mind is really one of our goals for this workshop, and we want to help people reconnect, not people, but teachers, the special people of the world, uh, with their purpose. So we were talking about uh, being 22, <laughs> bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, like ready to take on the world as teachers. And some of you right now are teachers that are that 22-year-old, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and in COVID, getting your first experience. When I think about that time, I, I don't know that I had a lot of peace of mind, but I definitely had a lot of positivity. And uh, after a couple years, I had, had the serenity prayer on my wall, and that was the place I went to get peace of mind. Uh, what do you recall about becoming a teacher at, at, right out of college and what you connected with? Oh my gosh. So I knew since I was five that I wanted to be a teacher and I set that goal and I made it happen. I knew in sixth grade, I wanted to be a special education teacher. Um, so that has been my, my goal, my whole life as far, as long as I can remember. And so I was so excited to be like, I'm doing it. I'm making it happen. Um, you know, it took a little bit longer. It was a five-year program to do the dual major of special ed and elementary ed. And so there I am, uh, moved to a new state that I'd never lived in this city. I didn't know anybody. Um, move here and I'm young and, you know, you walk in and the um, secretaries think you're there to, uh, yeah, my first year was also teaching at a high school. So they thought I was coming to enroll um, as a new student. <laughs> So that was fun. And I remember if I went to, even if I like went to the restroom, like I had to, I made sure I had my staff badge and I wore these glasses that I didn't really need, but I felt like it made me, and I dressed like an old maid. Like I just yeah. tried to dress really yeah. old. I love just that. So that I, I, that's yeah. my story too. A hundred percent identify with that. And I remember just being excited to make a difference. Yeah. Being excited to see the kids, which I know is not possible right now in many areas of the of the United States as we're remote learning. And I remember just every moment being overwhelmed and overworked, but so in alignment with my passion and my purpose. And 
I don't think I realized I was also 23. Like I had a lot more energy than I do now. Uh, what's your favorite memory of just being on purpose, but life was chaotic and it makes you laugh now? <laughs> oh, there's so many good memories and so many laughters. Um, uh, it's really hard to pick just one. <laughs> you put me on the spot. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> All right. Um, so my, my favorite, I think was my first day teaching on the South side of Chicago. I had taught in the North side for three years, about 30% of my kids were coming from the South side. It was an incredibly diverse school. Um, 28 different countries represented and South side is not. So all African-American first year teacher, white woman. So I didn't have to worry about anything other than, will they trust me? Will they want to, will they, will they respect me? Because I know they went through so many kids or teachers the year before. Uh, teachers would get jobs and leave a lot. And my seventh period, so I've, I've been crushing it as I think, like I'm, I'm barely hanging on, like no one has driven me out yet. And this kid gets up to introduce himself because I, and his, his name is Gig. And he stands up and like drops his drawers and has, they were, he had some layers on underneath there, but he had taken his shirt to like make it look like a thing. And, oh, and like, you know, this was an indicator for how this class was going to go for the rest of the year. As teachers, we know that day one, <laughs> you can work as hard as you want to try to get them back. And I knew that was going to be a defining moment for me. And I, I was on the first floor junior, teaching juniors is a big deal at this charter school. And I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Uh, and I, I don't recall specifically, I, I held him, his, you know, accountable for what he did. Like, I think that Mr. Lang got involved, he got in trouble, whatever that was. Um, and that was the toughest semester of my life teaching. Uh, my entire career, it, it was so hard. And, and after that semester, the kids were like, you didn't quit. And I was Mama Eads after that. And I stayed and I had a great time. But man, I felt like a first year teacher again. Nothing like a pandemic, but I can tell you that every day felt like a pandemic. Um, the day after that, the ceiling collapsed and rained all over the copy machines in the teacher's lounge. So now I'm barely keep hang maintaining this like classroom. Um, and now I don't have access to make any worksheets or come up with any cool activities. That was a pandemic <laughs> year for me. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, um, my fourth year of teaching at this point, I was in, um, in an elementary school teaching in a resource room and I think I was serving about eight different, um, general ed classes. I had four paraeducators and myself, um, they were rock star team. We were together for many years and, um, yeah, could not have survived without those ladies. And, um, yeah, there were always kids because a gen ed class, you know, they'd go to lunch and the teacher would get a lunch, but it was this grade level's core math time. So now I've got these little kiddos needing to learn math and then they leave and go to PE so that teacher can have a plan time and in comes this other class's core reading time. And so from opened in bell to bell, um, they're just, we're kids in my room at every moment. And I remember a teacher calling, like not sending down kids and, you know, you're staying up 
like I got to school about 6 a.m. I didn't leave till about 9 p.m. I worked all weekend um, making lesson plans, making schedules, trying to figure out, you know, how to make it all work. And a teacher consistently wasn't sending, a gen ed teacher consistently wasn't sending her group of kids. And I'm like, I was up all night making these materials so we can work on these IEP goals. They need to be here. Um, and so I call, I'm like, hey, you know, are you going to send down the little kiddos? And she's like, well, you know, we all just need to be flexible and this happened. And so they're going to come down at this time. And I'm like, well, I have 20 other kids at that time do at a different grade level doing math. So now this great activity that I stayed up all night creating, they're now just going to like be on a computer playing like reading A to Z because I've just now, they need a safe place to be supervised. They're not going to, so I was just like, okay. So um, I joked with my parents that, well, for Halloween, I'm going to dress up as Gumby because we all just need to be flexible. <laughs> That's really, you know, that re that's teaching, right? Is that from the beginning of time, we've been working from 6 a.m. until 9 p.m. And then we're asked to be flexible. And mm -hmm. after doing that for so many years and then having COVID hit, it, it becomes a little bit defeating to feel like, am I really on purpose? Am I really following my passion? Uh, and that's why we created this workshop. I, I can say that the kids actually are not what burned me out from teaching. And people ask, you know, why did I leave teaching? Uh, my, geog my geography changed. I moved to another town and I opened a CrossFit gym when that happened. And had I stayed in Chicago and really leaned into my purpose, I, I would probably still be in education somewhere. But my life changed as a result of moving. So when you think about reconnecting and refreshing right now, like what are you doing? to stay connected to creating a life you love and to stay connected to what you're so passionate about. Yeah, for me, Katie, it's really going back to what is my why? What is my purpose? What are my underlying values? Um, you know, this is my 13th year in education and five years ago, I made the really tough decision to actually step out of the classroom. And at that time, I went into an instructional coaching position. So my focus shifted to instead of supporting the students, now I'm supporting the teachers in order so that they could support the students, um, which then I felt like really increased my impact, my ability to impact, because if I was impacting 20 teachers who were impacting 20 students each, just what a fun way to help educate, um, help in the world of education. Um, but there are whether we're in a pandemic or not, it's a really stressful, intense uh, profession. And, you know, we definitely didn't go into it for the money. So that's not what's keeping us around. So I love talking to teachers and just saying, what, what is it that keeps you around? And why did you get into this? And so I'm so excited on our workshop that we're going to take some time and do a specialized activity that really digs deep into your why, because we don't always take the time to really think about it and then put it to pen and paper and have it in a place where you can reflect on it on those moments where you are like, no, seriously, why am I here? <laughs> why am I doing this? <laughs> yes, and Chantel's created this amazing downloadable document that you can get to go along with it to, to really look at what is your why and connecting to your purpose. And I like to talk about the wheel of life with teachers because what I found 
is I had this perception as a teacher that there was teacher wheel and then there was Katie wheel. <laughs> and the problem is that I was, you know, this is a unicycle that we're riding in life where it's, it's one wheel. And when Katie's, Katie's wheel was bumpy, then of course, teacher Katie's wheel had to work extra hard to not be bumpy for my students. And when my student wheel was bumpy, my ex-husband, I'm sure can tell you that Katie had to work extra hard to make sure that her Katie wheel wasn't. And it wasn't until I realized it's one wheel, the whole person comes to work every day, the whole person goes home every day, and that wheel needs to run smoothly. And noticing in my life, wow, there's some areas of my wheel that feel a little low in how I look at them in regards to satisfaction. And when I think of teachers right now in their career, I wonder, you know, if your wheel is at a one right now, if you're not, are you not feeling satisfaction? What can you do to create that life that you love on that wheel and move it up so that your wheel at least feels like a seven? And part of that is perception. So Chantal is a, in a, neuro, is a neuro coach as well. And part of our workshop is designed to help you take a look at what are these negative thoughts and these negative perceptions that I immediately have when I think about my career. Uh, where are, are those areas that I loved before? And what can we do to help us set ourselves up to feel re-energized again, to feel reconnected, and to really take control of our wheel and say, hey, <laughs> we're the only ones on this unicycle. We are the ones, although COVID is happening around us and leaders are making decisions that we can't control. Uh, and that was something that took me to getting out of teaching to really realize. So for Chantel to stay in teaching and figure that out is amazing, uh, is that you're actually pedaling the wheel uh, despite what's happening around you. Absolutely. Um a breakthrough moment for me was in my very early thirties when I realized that I get to choose when I wake up, uh, do I choose joy or do I choose to, Oh, this hurts. And Oh, great. I have to go to this meeting and Oh, you know, like it's, it's me. That meeting is neutral. It's going to happen whether I show up joyfully or I show up dreading it. It's still going to happen. So how do I choose to show up every day? So just helping people reflect on how do you choose to show up every day? When that alarm goes off in the morning, how do you choose to show up in your own life? Yeah, that makes me think about why I chose to have the serenity prayer on my, <laughs> on my wall. It was there when I moved into my classroom working at the Catholic school and it wasn't like prayers and the Catholics. That wasn't something I even connected with, but I took the serenity prayer with me. And it was my reminder, not necessarily of joy. I will tell you teaching on the South side that that first semester was the hardest of my life. Um, I mean, that was not even that hard, the little part I just told you there. And connecting to just peace of mind that you had started out with, for me, it was about serenity prayer. What are, God grant me the ability to understand the things that I can control to let go of the things I can't and to have the wisdom to understand the difference. That's what I am excited about with this workshop to help offer teachers again, as we walk through what their wheels look like and where they're at in their current life and how they want to move forward to create a life that they love. What are those things you got to let go of? 
that and where do you need to get a little bit wiser to know the difference between what you can control and what you can't? Absolutely. So um, let's talk a little bit about the workshop. And so it is um, scheduled right now for Sunday, December 20th. So it's coming up and yes. let's give it in your time zone. Yeah. So it coming, it's uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time to 6 p.m. So it's two hours and teachers, I'm not in the trenches. So you're probably like, ah, you don't know what it's like. I don't have two hours, but I was a teacher that brought every paper she needed to grade to Thanksgiving and to Sunday night football and Monday night football and Sunday afternoon football. I'm the teacher that knows that you don't have enough time because I never had enough time. You have been giving all your time right now. And so we want, I just, encourage you use discount code Katie or Chantel to save $10 sign up for this workshop. It is the peace of mind, the reset, reconnect, refresh that you need right now. Um, so let's talk about what's in it. <laughs> Chantel, you want to kick us off with, um, how we're going to start this workshop. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited to be like a member of this workshop also because Katie's going to take us through some meditations and I'm very new in the meditation field. <laughs> um, and so I'm excited to see how she does the meditation visualizations. I know, um, your, you've in your past workshops, you've just had incredible breakthroughs with people, um, uncovered different levels of emotions, um, just, yeah, I was just very excited to be there and experience it myself. And so I think everybody else should come and experience it too. And then we're going to go into and give you the space to think about your why and walk you through an activity that really helps you get there. And then like uh, Katie mentioned, we're going to do some wheel of life things. So you can do some self-analysis, self-reflection on what your wheel currently looks like. But you know, I'm all about creating a life you love. So we can also focus on what do you want your wheel to look like? And then we both have great ways to help you in order to shift your wheel. <laughs> That's right. And if you're thinking, well, I would like a new career on this wheel, or if you're thinking, I want to re I think I want this career, but I don't know what it's going to look like and want to reassess like wherever you're at as a teacher, this, uh, this is a place for you in this workshop. I'm excited about Chantel walking us through, um, on this worksheet that she's put together to be able to look at what are the first negative thoughts that we have. Like Chantel's got a great way of helping you pull out what your perception is and then transferring that over to like, what is it you want to be? What do you want to become? I just had the opportunity to have a former student on the South side of Chicago, really rough neighborhood. This woman is amazing. She's 27 years old. She's in the uh, army. She's working to become a nurse and a commissioned officer. She's traveled the world. She has created from the resources that she was given uh, on the South side of Chicago. She's created a beautiful life that she loves and is she's ready to start looking at how she can even give back. Her community is important to her. And for her to rewrite her story after getting, uh, having to drop out of college sophomore year when her brother was murdered and to rewrite that story, to pick up the pieces and say, this is, I'm going to create the life I love from this. I know we keep going back to that, but I know our students are what inspires us as teachers. And there are students out there that we have taught that are doing amazing things because we showed up every day and we love them. 
And what Khadija remembered about being in my class was that when she got off the bus and she just wasn't feeling it that day, some things were going on in her life, there was a person there that was smiling, that was bubbly, <laughs> that was energetic, that was contagious, inspiring. I couldn't believe she was talking about me when she said that, outside of the fact that she's right, even on the days where the kids were not allowing me to teach and I needed to seek serenity, uh, I was still making that impact. And so teachers, you're still doing that right now. So we want you to remember that. And that's part of the visualization that Chantel talked about of why we became teachers. And also looking at uh, Chantel walking us through, how do we become, how do we, what do we need to do to become what it is that we want and how do we start? I think that was a big one for people is where do you get started? Absolutely. Anything else we miss in this workshop? I feel like we did a pretty good job talking about it. <laughs> you, you I'm just so excited. I'm like, <laughs> let's just keep going. Let's do it right now. Now, <laughs> no, we still have some pieces because we've got a great foundation, but we're still building it too. And um, it's going to be value packed and just really designed to serve you and um, help you because, you know, Katie and I have both walked in your shoes as teachers and it wasn't during a pandemic um but it's hard and so now throwing in something else we get it um and so we really want to help you choose joy within it and reconnect with your why and your purpose and help you decide um you know what is 2021 going to look like for you Absolutely. And if you're listening as a teacher and you're like, I really want to do this, but I can't make that particular date, that's okay. We're going to record this. And if this is the place where you want to put in your headphones and go get a pedicure and listen to this workshop um, or get a massage and then sit and, and drink a nice glass of wine by the fire and, and tune in, you will have the ability to do that. This workshop really is um, for you and attending it live or recorded will be super useful for you. I think live, you get to feel the energy in the room and be a participant in that energy. So as teachers, we always know that that's better than learning from a video. That's why we exist. And I, I will, I have no problem saying I guarantee that you will feel refreshed afterwards to head into not only the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th Christmas day, um, but but heading into 2021 with a fresh perspective that, on, on what this pandemic is going to mean for your teaching the rest of the year. Um, this too shall pass is bullshit. <laughs> like you're living in it. Um, but what you want to create from it is what we're looking at. You have whatever limited resources that you have. I think about my student again. What you choose to create from it right now is up to you. And we're here to help. Absolutely. And we were really intentional with um, the scheduling of this because, you know, we thought about, do we wait till January? Do we wait till after the craziness of the holidays? And we said, no, we, that wouldn't be what's best for you. Um, really to take a breather right before Christmas and New Year's, right before the family craziness, whether it's in person or Zoom or whatever that looks like this year. Um, we just really invite you to choose you. It's two hours to focus on you. How many hours do you focus on your students, your coworkers, your spouses or partners, your own kids at home? You as teachers, we know are very giving to other people. And so we really encourage and invite you 
to choose you for just two hours. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned why, you know, why the 20th of December, why not wait until next year, the summer (laughs) and you're a whole person. And we want you to bring your whole person to your family. We want you to feel reconnected, feel a new sense of purpose so that you can head in with your whole self and enjoy what tiny little break (laughs) that you are given. And some of you are may not be given any break. You might be in grad school because as teachers, the only way to get more money is to spend more money on ourselves. (laughs) <laughs> but Chantel's right. This is two hours that you get to have for yourself. And I'm excited to create that for you. I'm excited to watch. Teachers are the most creative humans I know. So to watch you pick up the pen and start to really create a life for yourself and to rewrite this shitty year is just my pleasure. And I'm excited to be a part of it. So before we go, uh, we got to tell you how to find all this stuff that we're talking about. Uh, we <laughs> right, so you can head over to. Um, uh, we have a Bitly link that, if I was fancy, would flash across the screen right now, but I'm not. So uh, you can click on it. It'll be in the podcast that you're listening to right now. It's Bitly um, backslash Educator Retreat. You can also I'm a link in my bio, and I'm sure in Chantel's bio on Instagram. You can hit to our link tree, and it will be there. You can use one of our names as a discount code, all caps, Katie with an I-E, Chantel with an A-L, and save 10 bucks on the workshop. And if you're a parent listening and you're like, I want to give this to a teacher as a gift, you absolutely can do that. Um, You can email Katie at owlprofessionalcoaching.com or certainly just buy it and forward it over and just let me know and I'll take care of all the, the, the work for you. Before we go, Chantal, I, um, I think teachers need a little bit more humor in their lives. Do you have a funny story you want to share about teaching, pandemics, whatever you have? And Chantal, by the way, is a COVID survivor. So this educator on the front line, <laughs> um, is, what story do you have you want to leave for us? Oh my gosh. Again, 13 years of funny stories flashing through my head and mind you, um, in special education, some pretty funny, quirky things happen, uh, mostly amongst myself and my paras that I had the opportunity to supervise. Um, you're the funny one. You're the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the author. <laughs> you're the comedian. That's right. Chantel is an author. So for teachers out here that already feel like they are, do- are doing too much, Chantel also wrote a book while being a teacher. So if you really want to know how to create a life you love, you can also download her book, Create a Life You Love. Um, all right. Funny story uh, for me and teaching. Uh, I, back to the woman I just talked about from my podcast. She reminded me um, she called me when she first got to college. She was like, Miss Eads, these white people. Um, she went to Illinois State University, which is a rural school. We talked about in the podcast and laughed. Like, I will never forget. Um, and everything about them was a shock. And she was so surprised. And it was exactly what she needed. And the story she shared that made her laugh so hard was when I told them, yeah, I can just see you with your little Starbucks gold card walking around campus. <laughs> Um, it's kids are funny. I teachers, I know you have funny stories too. Um, you have elementary kids. So I feel like you have funnier stories. My high school kids just say whatever. (laughs) Well, I think my funniest stories were from when I uh, worked in an 18 to 21 year old program and we were out in the community a lot. And, um, then I had 13 paras (laughs) 
So it was all crazy. And um, a lot of our students were nonverbal um, and just really didn't. Oh, I got one. Yes. Okay. So I was teaching a math lesson, a functional math lesson. And the fun thing about SPED is you can never break confidentiality and say names. <laughs> so I don't get to have that personal connection like you did with uh, being able to name your students. But so I had this student and she, her, um, she just liked to pretend like she was sleeping. If like, she just didn't want to, you know, answer a question or whatever. She just kind of, and if you were like, Hey, I'll use your name, Katie. Hey, Katie. Um, you know, can you point to whatever on your page? You go <laughs> <laughs> like snore as like fake snores. Like I'm sleeping. Yeah. And we're like, all right. And so she's doing that game and that's fine. Cause she's still listening and whatever. And so I happen to hand out little fake money and we're going to do a little math activity and she's fake sleeping and I give her a dollar a five dollar bill <laughs> um and she like kind of like opens an eye a little bit and she touches the thing she goes that's Lincoln he's dead <laughs> like that's Lincoln he's dead and then she goes back to her little sleeping thing and me and my other staff were like okay and we just keep moving and we're like what do you do with that and we're just like okay so she is paying attention so <laughs> yeah That's kids are so funny um whether you're answering questions about weird white pe things white people do which is what i got to answer for khadija um <laughs> or you're trying to wake up a sleeping student which you've all been there just remember teachers if you're still somehow listening to the end of this podcast that Teaching is fun. Remember to laugh at some of that stuff. It's so easy to be annoyed by the kid taking the nap or the kid that interrupted my class to ask me why white people wear shorts when they're jogging in the winter, which I still don't know the answer to. Um, it's, it's just a nice reminder that just take a moment to laugh. It doesn't have to be all serious all the time. So we hope you'll join us. Again, it's the bit.ly link. It's HTTPS colon backslash backslash bit dot ly backslash educator retreat you're going to be able to see this uh, and all of this stuff if you're on the podcast anyways thanks for tuning in to two educators who give a hoot about helping you rewrite your story and create a life that you love